Welcome to Ask the Expert, a daily series from 8.30 to 9am to help small businesses. Ask any questions in the comments or use the hashtag QBATE on Twitter. If you need any more advice, join the official Intuit QuickBooks SMB community group on Facebook where accountants and business experts are on hand 24-7. QuickBooks also have their dedicated information site to help you coming out of lockdown. Just go to the QuickBooks website, scroll down a little bit and click on the big learn more button under the header support for you and your business during COVID-19. So my name is Ariona. I am the Managing Director of Majors Accounts. Um, a bit of background. Um, so I'm a qualified chartered certified accountant with the ACCA. Um, in terms of my educational background, I also have a master's in accounting and finance and a master's in law in international banking and finance. And I've recently completed a postgraduate diploma at the University of Oxford uh, in strategic finance. Safe to say studies are now done. Um, I'm also a member of the QuickBooks Accountants Council and a member of ACCA's UK Practitioner Network Panel. Um, and also ACCA's SME Global Forum. So I have been working in practice now for 13 years or so um, alongside my studies, which has been great in really ensuring that I've enhanced those studies backed with the experience from small practice, where you really get to see everything, you know, how business works, its pain points, um, how they function, finding solutions to pain points, um, and really finding ways of helping businesses grow or become more profitable. So who are Majors Accounts? So we're a small uh, accountancy practice based in Southeast London. Uh, we're providing support to um, businesses in the SME space, whether they're self-employed or limited companies um, in a wide range of industries, um, just to name a few, construction, hospitality, uh, financial services, IT, um, so hairdressers, barbers, restaurants, pubs, bars, um, list goes on. So since becoming the managing director of Majors Accounts, I've spearheaded a uh, and implemented a digitalization strategy within the firm um, with the idea of becoming a paperless office. We are now there, um, having achieved that. And I'm also proud to say that we are a QuickBooks online only practice um, with the idea of becoming experts in one software. Um, so everything can be done online using an array of really amazing technologies uh, and apps, which all feed into QuickBooks to create an elevated experience, not just for our team who are using cutting edge technology, um, but also being ahead of the game for our clients. And our clients no longer need to come to the office if they do not want to. So there's a convenience and time saving there for them. And it allows for our national reach and soon to be global reach. So we have clients from Ireland all the way down to the Isle of Wight. And our idea with the technology adoption is to bring the, the client accountant relationship a lot closer. Um, so we are a family run practice. So treating our clients and team like family alike is really important to us. It's one of our core values and we believe it helps to bring to build excellent rapport. Um, and also, you know, gives a more personalized service coupled with the expertise built up from years of experience. And with the idea with the help of technology, it brings us closer and uh, we become the financial virtual finance director for our clients. So 
our efforts haven't gone unnoticed. We have been um, recognised for a few awards. Um, So Majors Accounts have been nominated for Independent Firm of the Year Greater London for the last two years in a row by the British Accountancy Awards. I myself have been nominated for three awards at the Women in Accounting and Finance Awards 2020, uh, which will take place later this year, hopefully. Uh, We'll see how that goes. And we have also been featured in the Parliamentary Review uh, showcasing best practice and excellence in our sector. So at the moment, obviously, at the forefront of everyone's mind is the COVID situation. It's brought great distress uh, to everyone worldwide, not just health-wise, but also, you know, affecting economies and businesses who've been affected massively and many have had to close. Um, They're not generating any income and no one seems to know what's going on. or how long this will really last, and not many have planned effectively. Can you really plan for a pandemic? I don't know. Um, but a lot of businesses don't haven't had the adequate cash reserves to be able to keep going uh, and to continue trading, at least when they come back, you know, back to work. And many don't know whether they're going to have a business to come back to, which is a really scary thought. Um, and in this time, many businesses have had to think of ways of pivoting in order to survive some have done this well um some are really not sure how they should be doing it so during this time you know as we're aware there have been government reliefs available and uh, this week has been quite an important week for announcements from the chancellor um so there have been um Quite a few, which I'm going to mention now. Um, one of which is the was the job retention um, bonus. So there will be a £1,000 bonus to employers to bring back furloughed employees, um, showing that they they have to show they've paid them at least £520 per month, um, average from November to January 2021. And it seems that that will be paid. Kind of in February, we'll, ha- we'll need to see um, guidance as it's released. Um, but there will be that £1,000 for employees that have been furloughed already. Um, there are also stamp duty changes. So stamp duty threshold has increased from 125000 to 500000 um, And if you're, and this will be valid until the 31st of March 2021. So if you're going to buy a property, you need to kind of do it before that time. And if you're buying a second home, you will have have to pay the extra 3% um, for properties up to £500,000. There is also a kickstart scheme. So the government will cover six months worth of wages and associated costs um, for new jobs created for 16 to 24 year olds um, who are at the risk of unemployment. They, They must be working at least 25 hours per week and the government will pay the national minimum wage um, element of their salary. Now it's up to the employer if they want to top that up or not. Um, and the scheme opens in to, in August 2020 for uh, jobs starting in, aut- in autumn. So employers need to apply for this scheme. Um, something that was really welcomed, I think, with the hospitality sector is the VAT reduction. So VAT on food, accommodation and attractions. So eat-ins, takeaways from restaurants, cafes, pubs, um, cinemas, theme parks and zoos, for example, have been reduced from 20 to 5%. And this will be effective from the 15th of July to the 12th of January 2021. 
and the Eat Out to Help Out. So in August 2020, during that month, uh, meals at participating restaurants uh, from Monday to Wednesday will be up to 50% off, uh, sorry, 50% off up to £10 per person, including um, children. And in order to participate, you must register through the website, which will be open on 13th of July. And businesses will be able to claim back this money weekly. Um, and it's estimated that funds will be paid within five days to the business bank account. And slowly, it seems like we may be returning to some kind of normality. So we've um, been given extra days for reopening. So outdoor pools will be reopening from Saturday. Theatre, opera, dance and music is to resume outdoors from this weekend. Um, club cricket is to return from Saturday. And beauticians, tattooists, bars and tanning salons are to open from Monday. And lastly, indoor gyms, swimming pools and dance studios are to return uh, from the 25th of July. Now, another really important um, thing that kind of shows us that we are returning to some point, some kind of normality is MTD. So it's estimated that around 160,000 letters are being sent out this week and next week by HMRC to businesses that did not comply or are not complying with the MTD um, scheme, which came into force in April 2019, which meant that any VAT registered business was required to no longer submit through the government gateway, but to submit their VAT returns through a MTD compliance software. Now, it seems 160,000 businesses have not been doing that, but this is so important. And if they are taking the initiative to send these letters, then I imagine that penalties for not complying will not be too far behind. Although that, that hasn't been said yet, but that, that's something that I would expect or at least something to that will be spoken about um, very shortly. Um, so I am going to start taking questions now. Um, we have a question from Samuel from Instagram who says, I was going to buy my first place just before lockdown happened and worked so hard with my own company to save up money. Can you tell me a little bit more about stamp duty as I hope that that will be beneficial for me? Yes. Yeah, so Samuel, if you haven't purchased your property yet, um, this will be uh, you know, amazing for you because any money that you were going to have to put down for stamp duty, you can now put down towards anything else, whether it's towards um, the deposit to, to lower your monthly mortgage payments or whether it's towards, you know, doing the property up. So this is definitely really welcome for you. Just make sure that you can try and do that before the 31st of March. Although if you were um, trying to do this just before lockdown, I'm guessing you're hopefully nearly there. So um, definitely this will help you save thousands um, depending on the value of the property, um, which again, you can use elsewhere. Uh, we have a question from Lily from Twitter who says, with the job retention bonus, is that a one-off bonus and will my company have to pay tax on that? So the job retention bonus, it is a one-off bonus um, and it's £1,000 per employee. Um, now, there hasn't been too much in, enough guidance on it yet because it was only just um, kind of announced. But I foresee that there will be corporation tax. It will be treated as, as a grant, as, as income. So at the end of the year, that will be treated, you know, it will be taxable, something to be aware of. Um, so it's not necessarily 
there have been mixed reviews with this. So it's great to give that extra cash boost to businesses, to small businesses. Um, but considering if you're paying that employee from November to January and you don't have as much trade coming in, you know, you will be paying out initially um, just to get some some kind of reimbursement. I, I guess it works out as um, in in January or February. Um, but yes, it, it should be taxable. Uh, we have a question from Elsie from Facebook who says, Hello, Rihanna, with the VAT reductions coming to food, accommodation, etc., 5% um, down from 20 until January, will we have to pay back the difference in January as well? So during this time, you don't have to pay any differences back. Um, so whilst we have this scheme, so you have the option basically to decide what you want to do with the extra money essentially that could be earned from this. You could either keep your prices as they are and your VAT liability will go down from 20% to 5%, um, and which could you know help out for costs um, other costs that you have in the business, whether it could be rent, for example, um, or, or anything like that. Or you can actually pass that savings onto customers with the idea of enticing them to come and um, kind of, you know, come to your restaurant or, or whatever business that you have um, in order to generate income. But then again, on the flip side, you will also have, um, you know, the reduction in up to 50% off. Granted, £10 per person is not a lot, um, but that is, you know, another incentive to try and get customers through the door. So it's kind of how how you best want, how you want to decide according to your business um, to really treat this reduction, whether you want to keep some of that money in order to go towards expenses or pass it on to customers to get more customers through the door. But I guess that's something that you will have to judge as as you open up or if you have opened up and depending on the, the trade that you are getting through the door at the moment. Um, okay, so we have a question from James from Twitter who said, if we were to bring back employees off furlough and receive the £1,000, do we have to pay that back down the line? Um, as far as we know, you won't uh, need to pay that back. It's a grant. It's a bonus. It, it's a way of the government saying thank you so much um, for you know keeping these employees because a lot of people are really worried that you know they're having to face um, making employees redundant once the furlough scheme is closed because they don't know whether they're going to be able to afford to keep paying these staff if they're going to have enough trade or not to be able to pay them. So if you're able to keep them on then this is the the government's kind of um, way of saying thank you so much for keeping them on so they don't have to then claim, you know, benefits or be unemployed. Um, so that is yours to keep. Um, we have a question from Kev from Facebook Messenger who says, good morning, I saw the up update about apprenticeships. It's very welcome news. So if I hire an apprentice, I get one and a half thousand to two thousand where's the catch? Um, so there isn't a catch um, really. So if, you, if you're if you able to create um, new 
uh, a new apprenticeship and you employ someone uh, under the age of 25, you will get £2,000 um, for that. If you employ anyone over the age of 25, that will be £1,500. Again, it seems too good to be true, but this is the government trying to find ways of ensuring that unemployment levels are as low as possible. Um, so if you're able to take on an apprentice, um, then this is a great scheme, really, because obviously the, their salaries are a lot lower. So it will help you massively with cash flows and expenses. And you also get that that bonus, that benefit of um, that cash coming into your business as the government saying, thank you so much for, for you know taking someone off of unemployment and providing um, someone with with a job. Um, we have a question from Simon from Twitter who says, is there stamp duty on business properties? Uh, yes, there is stamp duty on business properties. They haven't really mentioned um, this in the update, whether it will, whether the savings on stamp duty will relate to business properties or not. I foresee that that's more for individuals um, rather than businesses, but the stamp duty on business properties is significantly higher um, depending on obviously the value of, of the property. Um, so you should be able to find that out either on the Gov website or contacting your accountant and just letting them know exactly how much the property is and whether you're looking to pay stamp duty or how much you'll be looking to pay. Um, but again, that that wasn't kind of highlighted in, in the announcement. Um, so that's probably something that we will see later on as they give us more detailed um, guidance. Uh, we have a question from Victoria from Instagram who says, can I pass on the £1,000 bonus to my staff as a reward for loyalty? Would there be any tax on it if I did? So um, if you do, you're a very nice employer. Um, you must have great staff as well and a great relationship with them. Um, there's nothing stopping you from doing that. If anything, if you can afford to, you're helping them out. That, that's great. Um, but it will be treated as a cash equivalent anyway well it will be a cash equivalent so there will be tax to pay on that um it'll be treated as part of their salary as usual so the, the standard 20 percent tax and 12 percent ni and you will have 13.8 percent employers ni on that as well now obviously that's depending on how much income they've had during the year um and what their salary is anyway and um, if they've been on furlough so their their income possibly is quite um is nearly in line with what they would have had the previous year. So again, it depends on whether they are under the threshold of say £10,000 or whether they're a higher um, earner and you'll know based on that how much tax that they will have to pay, but it will be um, taxable. Uh, we have a question from Yin from Twitter who says, Morning, Ariona, is part-time furloughed staff included in the £1,000 rebate from government? Um, yes, this will be included. Um, but obviously, once the furlough scheme ends on the 31st of October, that's when the government will see those people who were um, furloughed flex flexibly. Um, if they are you know, told to return back to work and if they are in employment from November to January then you would be eligible for um, the £1,000 grant um, from the government so absolutely. 
we have a question from Michelle from Facebook Messenger who says, hi, I'm very impressed with your education and career. I've just had my first baby and want to become an accountant in the coming years. How do I manage to balance life with work and studies? And um, Thank you so much. I I actually also have a baby, although if you ask her now, she says, mommy, I'm grown up even though she's six. Um, I'm, I'm sure in a couple of years we'll be ready to move out. Um, but so I started um, ACCA. I was taking my last professional exams whilst being six months pregnant. Um, and I did the rest of, you know, the rest of my education after that while she was a baby, you know, I was balancing, she was 18 months old, I was doing a master's, working full time as well in the business. Um, it's difficult, but if you really have a goal in mind, you can achieve it. Obviously, I was so lucky um, in the fact that I had my, you know, I had some help from my mom and my dad to, to kind of help out with some of the times whilst I was studying. Um, but there is the opportunity for online study and, um, you know, when the child goes to nursery, you'll be able to, you know, do that studying online without having to go to classroom now. So that that's one of the huge benefits that kind of saves your time and you know you'll be able to balance everything a lot easier um than possibly a few years ago when um online wasn't so great so um definitely stick with it you can achieve anything you want to so i've done all of this really with the education in the last five years or so um and my daughter's now six so she was very young throughout all of this uh, but you can you can definitely do it if you're determined. You put your head down and don't forget now your child is a reason for you wanting to achieve something. Um, and I know that that was for me. You know, I'd look at her and think I want to be someone for her. Um, so I think if anything, that that will help push you a lot more. And I wish you the very best of luck. You can definitely do it. I did so anyone can. Um, so we have a question from... Uh, from George from Facebook Messenger who says, Hi, Ariana, even if our employees are on furlough, can we request that they do staff training? Um, yes, whilst employees are on furlough, they can um, take part in training as long as the hours that they're doing kind of doesn't, with the pay that they're getting, doesn't go above what they would get, um, you know, for national minimum wage. But definitely that is something that's encouraged at the moment because when people come back to work, they may not be doing the, exactly the same role as they did previously um, because things have changed now. So we have to adapt to, to new ways of working and possibly new sales lines and all sorts of things. So if you're able to get training for your staff, that's amazing during this time whilst they're on furlough. So hopefully when they come back, they'd be ready to go um, and, and really hit the ground running. We have a question from Kirsty from Twitter who says, hello, do you know if there is any help available for rent costs and equipment for offices? Um, so there hasn't really been a, any specific kind of help for that. If you um, were able to get the grants from the government, um, so if you paid any rates for your office or for your premises, then you should have been able to get the ten or twenty-five thousand pounds grant, which could, which was for that to help towards that. Um, and if you weren't able to get it, depending on the rateable value of your property, um, then you 
should have looked into a discretionary grant um, and you could have got something towards that. That's up to the, uh, as as it says on the tin, it's at the discretion of the council. Um, so they can either give you 10,000, 25,000 or an amount depending on what they think um, will be enough to help you out with your costs. And that's an application to each uh, council individually. Uh, and um, some councils have already said that they've closed the scheme, which is a bit strange, I have to say. Um, but other councils are you know, still actively looking into this. And one of the things that they will ask is a breakdown of your general costs so they know roughly you know, how much you're losing out on at the moment and how much they can help uh, with covering those costs. So if you haven't already, please do take a look at the discretionary grants or the business rates grants, whichever one would be applicable to you. I mean, apart from that, there are the bounce back loans and things like that, but it depends if you really want to take a loan out at the moment, if you can afford to pay it back or not. Um, and we have a question from Bobby from Facebook who says, regarding the updated furlough, what if you still have no idea when your business can resume and it is more likely, more than likely April next year before all staff can come back? Um, so if you don't actually bring your staff back um, in November and they haven't been paid at least £520 each month for the months of November, December and January, then unfortunately you won't be able to get the cash grant um, unless, you know, you're not going to be able to, if you're not generating any income, you're not going to be able to pay your staff out of your own pocket. I mean, if you can, great. Um, whether you want to do that with the loan, I'm not sure if that would be kind of um, advisable if you can afford to, to do that. But if you're sure that, for example, you would, you've got guaranteed trade in April, for example, possibly. Um, but if you're not sure whether you're going to have that trade anyway, I don't think that would really be um, feasible for you. So unfortunately, without having brought the staff back from November to January, you won't be eligible for the grant because technically your staff will be unemployed. And um, so you haven't brought them back into employment. And Jenny from Twitter says, I'm studying to become an accountant. Do you have any advice for becoming a successful accountant, please? Okay. Um, I'm not sure if I'm a successful accountant or not, but based on what I've done, um, I worked and studied at the same time. And I know there are obviously many ways of doing it. Um, no one way is better than the other. Um, but me personally, I've found that studying and working at the same time really helps to solidify um, that theory with with real life. Um, so you really understand and they help each other, to be honest, because when, when you're studying, when you're doing the exercises, you know the reasons that you're doing them for because you can translate that in real life um, with work with the work that you could be doing on a daily basis, um, which will help obviously with your grades and your understanding. And I think which will help um, you to become um, a great accountant with a really good foundation. That's not to say if you just study and then do work experience, so work after your studies is, is wrong. Um, but me personally, my view, I think that if you're able to do both at the same time, it's great. And depending on which qualifications you're doing, if you're doing the ACCA, you know, and how many papers you're doing, if you're doing three papers, which is a lot in one sitting, um, that's usually about three days worth of study. You've got the other two days to be able to kind of go somewhere, even if it's just work experience, 
get your foot in the door, even if you're doing admin. That admin is so important. Um, in the, it's like the foundation of everything you're going to do. Um, and once you've kind of worked your way up, you'll slowly start getting more bookkeeping jobs, um, maybe some payroll and things like that and, and work your way up. So when you do qualify, you'll be ready to actually put all, all of that knowledge um, that you've gained into high level um, work. Uh, so personally, that would be my way of going about it. And well, that's what I did anyway. Um, we have a question from Alana from Twitter, who says the business that I work for may have to unfortunately cease trading, but I'm still on furlough with them. Whilst the business is going through a challenging time, are there any resources I can use to protect me? Um, so you will, depending on your employer, I've seen a few employers that have actually kind of um, made their staff redundant now even though the scheme is open till october and the scheme is there to help unemployment so i'm not sure why some businesses are really doing that um you know because they're getting the money from the government anyway however um you should hopefully have some secure income until the end of october um if you know that that's going to be the case maybe start looking for other jobs at the moment um to to make sure that you know, in come November, you will have something to start off with, but you should get a redundancy package um, anyway at the end uh, at the end of that. And this is kind of a question as well to speak to a solicitor, which will be able to help you with kind of options that you have. But generally, you'll get a redundancy package um, as long as you get a good reference as well. Start looking for a job now um, with the hope that you know, in November, you won't have a gap in employment and you can continue generating that income that you need. Unfortunately, that's um, all the questions that we can take today. My time is up now. If you have any questions, please do get in touch with the QuickBooks support team on Facebook, or you can contact us at majorsaccounts.com. Um, you can fill out a contact form and we will get back to you. Uh, on our website, we've got links to all of our social media channels too. So Instagram, Facebook, uh, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Uh, and you can also find dedicated COVID um, information through our app, uh, which you can download. There are links on our website as well. Um, but coming up on Ask the Expert on Monday is Shoaib Aslam, who started off his award-winning accountancy business with £10 in his pocket and turned it into a million-pound turnover in only a few years. So he's CEO and founder of Multiple Successful Concerns, which he each uses um, cutting-edge technology to increase productivity. So tune in on Monday and get your questions answered by a growth and productivity expert. Uh, a reminder that if you do need any more advice, join the official Intuit QuickBooks SMB community group on Facebook, where accountants and business experts are on hand 24-7. Thank you so much for listening to me and have a great weekend.